Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest as a head coach averaged about 10 wins a season over a decade and a half leading the Georgia Bulldogs. More recently led his alma mater, Miami, to significant success, including two top 25 seasons in his three years there as the head coach after being a quarterback there back in the day. Nowadays, he helps lead the coverage of college football for the ACC Network, which has, count them, five different exclusive ACC football games this coming weekend. We're speaking, of course, of Mark Richt. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great other than I'm breathing hard. If you wonder what that is, I've been walking with my wife, and she's like an Olympic walker. <laughs> well, we're, we're supportive of your health, Coach. You already arranged with the wife it's okay to speak with the David Glenn Show during your power walk together? <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful, believe me. She, she's like six foot tall, got these long strides. She's run marathons before, and I'm just hanging on for dear life here. So <laughs> I'm breathing hard, you know why. Well, let's glance back at week one. Also look forward to week two where we have Texas A&M against Clemson. Also the Miami Hurricanes, your old team, visiting the North Carolina Tar Heels here in our backyard. In week one, UVA took care of business at Pittsburgh. Boston College beat Virginia Tech. UNC beat the Gamecocks in Charlotte. And there were other big wins. What jumped out to you the most from an ACC victory this past week? Well, I think the North Carolina game was probably the one that Maybe it was the most surprising as far as a victory. You know, you got South Carolina that's had their staff together for quite some time and uh, put it together. And you look at the quarterback situation. You got Bentley, who's a senior, who's a very talented guy. And then you got Sam Howell on the other end, true freshman, his first start. You know, just coming in at the mid year and then playing as well as he did. And uh, of course, watching Max celebrate with his team was priceless, in my opinion. They give all the gray hairs a hope in life right <laughs> mark Richt, he's not yet quite a gray hair but he is an outstanding analyst for the acc network still in his 50s as i like to say so certainly not yet a senior citizen this coming week the highlight games are led by texas a&m against clemson on the national scene right. and also miami at unc here in our backyard uh, what do you make of the Clemson A&M rematch, given that that was a really close game in College Station a year ago? Uh, and Jimbo Fisher, of course, knows these Clemson Tigers pretty well. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, you know, Clemson right now in the ACC obviously is at the very top. And one of the reasons is they just got they just have better personnel than everybody else. It's uh, It's hard for people to you know, to match up with them at all at all positions. But, you know, Texas A&M is a team that I think will look a lot more like Clemson looks just on the hoof. And uh, I think their body types will match up well. And, and then, you like you say, Jimbo has experience going against Clemson. He's had, he's 4-4, four four actually, against Clemson while he was at Florida State. And I think the last three he lost. But he certainly will. He's going to have a good idea of how to attack those guys. When you think of Dabo Sweeney's 12-game regular season schedule, is it fair to say that this is one of the highest-risk games that he's going to be dealing with all regular season? I know he has a trip to Syracuse yes. after this, but it's got to well, be on the I, short I list, think, right? I'm sorry. I think this is, I think this is it. I think okay. this is the most dangerous game for them uh, on the schedule. Uh, Syracuse, the thing about them, like you said, they're playing at home, but they also – uh, they're not afraid of Clemson. You know, they beat them two years ago. They took them to the wire last year. So there's no fear factor when it comes to Syracuse. But, it's, again, 
you know, they lost Dungy, their quarterback, Syracuse did, and he was such an unbelievable player, just could throw, could run, was tough, would just rally his team. No matter how much he was getting knocked around, it was just amazing what he did. And DeVito now is in there, and he's got a ways to go to reach that leadership role. But uh, I don't think Syracuse would be afraid. But Texas A&M, in my mind, is the, it's the one. I don't know your exact duties this weekend, Coach, but with the ACC Network, of course, there's a Friday night game, so the theme continues. But then there is a quadruple header. So folks who want to watch Virginia, (laughs) you know, their former coach, actually, Mike London, taking William and Mary to Virginia. That's a Friday night game exclusive to the ACC Network. We don't see quadruple headers all that often. And yet from Ohio Pitt at 11 a.m., through South right. Florida, Georgia Tech, Louisiana Monroe, FSU, and then in our backyard, it'll be Miami at UNC starting at around 8 right. p.m. I mean, that's like more than 12 straight hours of football. <laughs> uh, is this oh, power yeah. walk designed to give you the kind of durability you need on Saturday or you what? You need that stamina. It's crazy. <laughs> we'll go uh, an hour before that kick, that 11 a.m. kick on Saturday. So uh, we'll be there from 10 until probably midnight or beyond because we do an hour-long post game. Yeah. So that Saturday is going to be a monster. <laughs> Friday is a, is a two-hour. If there's a Friday night game, we start two hours prior to mostly talk about what's going to happen on Saturday, but we will preview what's going to happen in that game Friday night. I think there's another game on Friday yeah. night as yeah. well that's not on the network. Yeah, Wake Forest so is at Rice. there's a lot yeah. of things to talk about. And this time of year, as you know, a lot of out-of-conference games. So if you've got 14 teams in the league, you could have 12 different games to watch instead of just seven when everybody's playing each other. I thought we jumped to the broadcast booth to take a little stress off you, man. That's a long day, right? <laughs> well, here's the beauty of it. I get there Friday to Bristol, Connecticut. I'm the, uh, in the studio, and I leave Sunday morning, and then Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I get to goof off. So uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty good gig. And then from January to July, I just go to the beach with my wife and, and, watch, and see our grandchildren. Watch a little – got to watch a little game show too. Yeah. Well, that, that makes us feel less bad about having to hunt you down and harass you in the middle of a week, given the rest of that <laughs> beautiful picture. We do appreciate your time on the David Glenn Show. All right, since you're not a head coach anymore, uh, right. I wondered your thoughts when you heard, or maybe it's hit your radar by now, Florida State coach Willie Taggart is already, of course, we knew all summer, in scrutiny because of the losing season in the missed bowl last year then he loses to boise state so more florida state fans are upset he actually mentioned on his radio show coach dehydration issues as at least a contributor to the loss to boise can you tell us how it works like if i were your right hand man at georgia or miami and your call-in show was coming up I would say, hey, Coach Rick, man, you're a smart guy, but let me remind you, don't bring up anything like dehydration as an excuse because, A, even if it's true, they're going to blame you for not having your players uh, uh, hydrated properly. Uh, And if it's not true, you're just going to look like an excuse maker. You know, isn't there a PR aspect of this job that made Coach Taggart's comments unwise? There is, you know, and and obviously – that just opens up a whole new can of worms. Yeah. You've already got a bunch of worms jumping out of a can, then you open up another can of worms. Right. It's just you're getting hit from all sides. And, you know, some of the kids were starting to say, yeah, that was the problem. And before you know it, you've got a super uh, PR issue on your hand when you, when you really need to be focusing on getting better and, and uh, you know, correcting mistakes and things of that nature. So, yeah, I mean, it, it turned out to 
again, open up more issues than you want to deal with. But that's where you just got to go in your office and close the door and get to work and not listen to all the noise. But the problem is your your players got to be out in the open. They'll be in class and they're all over so, social media nonstop and they're reading everything and you know they're saying this and that. So it, it's just something that's hard to contain once it once the cat gets out of the bag. Mark Richt is joining us from the ACC Network. Follow him on Twitter, at Mark Richt. If we charted your popularity in your own Miami fan base from, like, when you were backing up Jim Kelly all the way forward, would it be accurate, Coach, to say that your lowest point of popularity would have been struggling, like, you know, in a recent year? Is it one of those situations where everybody loves you when you're the beloved former quarterback at Georgia or the, or or now the announcer, are you, are your, are your popularity numbers sky high again in Carl Gables? It may be, it may be, I don't know. Everybody's going to have their opinions, but you know, that's the thing that uh, when you, when you were in a leadership position, you're never going to make everybody happy and you're always going to take criticism. That's part of it. But you know, most of the people giving criticism have never been, in the arena at yeah. all, probably never played ball, you know, and uh, so you can't put too much into it. But it's like Reggie Jackson said uh, when he was, he, I think he went from the A's to the Yankees and he was in an all-star game and he got up to bat. All the fans started to boo him, you know, and they're like, how'd you feel about your old fans booing you? He, and he said, well, they don't, they don't boo nobodies. So that's, that's the thing about I like that leadership is you, you get, well, you know, Reggie was my favorite growing up, so kind of stuck with me and that in the arena quote is one of my favorites of all time believe it or not i have to pull that out even as a sports radio host from time to time when yeah, I'm, when i'm the one being dragged around on social media it happens even to us coach no doubt <laughs> hey mac, mac brown circled uh the miami hurricanes now it is his next opponent so we don't know you know he right. says nice things about everybody but he actually right. said besides the clemson tigers he sees right. more talent on the Miami roster than anybody else in the ACC. You've seen all 14 right. of these teams. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree. That's why I'm picking Miami to win the Coastal and play, you know, Clemson in this uh, ACC championship game in Charlotte at the end of the year. That's that's my pick, and it has a lot to do with what he said, just the, the talent base, uh, the ability to line up physically and be able to hold up in strength and speed and agility. And, uh, you know, Manny's going to coach him well. So it's going to be uh, a great battle this Saturday. Um, you know, Coach Brown got him going in a hurry. You know, the, the learning curve happened faster than maybe a lot of people thought. Because the bottom line, if you win a game like that, you're doing a lot of things right. And uh, for that quarterback to gain confidence uh, in a game like that, you know, Sam Howell doing what he did, it's going to be nothing but, you know, more and more uh, good experiences for him down the road. So I think he'll get challenged more. I think the pass rush of Miami uh, is going to be serious, uh, even when they're not bringing pressure. Just their four-man rush is going to be a, an issue, in my opinion. And, uh, of course, Manny knows how to dial it up, too, if he needs to. So it'll be a good one, and uh, we'll just we'll see what happens. Speaking of Miami, last thing for Coach Mark Richt joining us from the ACC Network here on the David Glenn Show. We had Mac Brown on the program yesterday. We had Manny Diaz earlier on today's program. So you're all clear. You don't have to worry about them follow, following you. Okay. Uh, but I think you shared us with us at ACC Kickoff what makes Manny Diaz special. I mean, this was a guy that Temple had hired away, and then you gave right. your announcement, and then Miami brings him back as the great defensive coordinator during your tenure. Right. Uh, he's 45 years old. He lost the opener to the Gators. 
but I know there's a lot of energy right now behind him, but uh, he probably needs a win to stay on the right side of that fan base. What, what makes him a special, unique guy? Well, he's very great at what he does as a defensive coach. Um, you know, a lot of defensive coaches, they'll just dial up what they do and just, you know, call the play and not necessarily know why sometimes. I think he understands offense. He understands blocking schemes. He understands pass protections. And he understands tendencies of formations. And, and I think he just does a great job of trying to take away what an offense does best. And then he's always been a really good big picture guy as a coordinator. I, I would always lean on him on some of the bigger decisions when I need some counsel. And I'd go to Manny because he's, he's got a really – he gets it. You know, he gets the big picture. And uh, so I really felt like he was more than ready to be head coach. And he's a perfect fit right there in Miami. Thank your wife for us uh, stealing you away. And good, <laughs> good luck with the marathon on Saturday. The ACC Network quadruple header. Mark Richt dropping by on the David Glenn Show. Thanks, as always, for the time, Coach. Okay, David. Have a good day. You too. Mark Richt, former Georgia head coach, former ECU assistant coach, former Bobby Bowden assistant at FSU, now an ESPN analyst and heavy lifting uh, with the ACC Network.